when it comes to business, you need to put your own spin on anything that you do. It doesn't matter what it is. You've got to get to a stage where you hate where you are to, to move, if that makes sense. Like, I got sick and tired of crying every day, so I had to get up and, you know what I mean, do something. So I feel like people compare themselves so much and mm -hmm. it's because of what they see on a regular, regular yeah. basis. I was heartbroken yeah. and jobless. The That's two, a bad combo. That's a bad combo. So, actually talking about me. It was actually, talking, no, it was actually you know talking about me. A lot of this episode is going to be about you. No, it's not. I noticed you've got a higher chair as well. Yes, because this is my podcast. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> and you know what? It just balances out anyway. Oh, because I'm... Sh there you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> no, I didn't finish it. Okay. Because if you think about it, uh -huh. I'm not sure. Oh. You're just a giant. <laughs> How tall are you? Then, okay. Five foot... And two inches. That is classified as tall. Mm, so I'm average height. It, for basketball players. That's it. But then you're just short. That's it. So we just at two ends of the spectrum. That's it. No, 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 no. I'm normal. Mm. As I said, you are a giant. Yeah. And because, like, there's not many giants in the world, you are the abnormal one. So you're just filling in gaps. That's how we start in it. Yeah, that's not very nice, is it? Because we're not actually nice at all. made. Words. Please don't shoot it. Are we rolling? Because I want them to see this nonsense. Oh, amazing. Hello, people. No, no, no. See, usually when we do this, right, the other person does this. Mm. But Jonathan... Oh, my gosh, I said his name. <gasps> That's my name. Hi, guys. Welcome to another episode of... Do drum roll with me. The Generations Podcast. Mm. I actually have a special... I'm actually going to call him special. I don't want to because his head's, like, enlarging right now. But he is actually very special. Thank you. Um, I let, shall I do the introduction? Yes. I should. Uh -huh. Okay, so he's a giant. One. That's how I like to refer to him. He's a giant. But aside from being a giant, he's actually a great person. He's actually really helped on this podcast journey. And if you have a podcast and you know you don't really want to do all the back end stuff, then he's actually the person to go to. But we're going to get into that later. Um, I met him, how long ago? Has it even been that long? It was, what, as in in person? No, like virtually. Because we met virtually first. It's months, isn't it? I don't know, maybe like four months, three months? That's so short. Because mm. I'm a vibe, that's that's why this happened. Um, what, do you disagree? No, you are still, you are, you are, you are. You thank are, thank you, are. you. So I met him like, yeah, yeah like three, four months ago. Yeah. Um, I think I first connected with his, um, I'm going to say podcast buddy. Does, is that like? Podcast <laughs> that buddy? No, that's my brother, Rob. Big up Coach Clips, man. No, I actually really love Rob, so there's no disrespect there, but mm. I just didn't know what you call somebody that... Yeah, that's my boy. That's my boy. That's his boy. And we happen to have a podcast. And they happen to have a podcast. Business partner, even. You know what? Business. business partner, brother, yes. Yes. podcast buddy. Yes. yes. <laughs> well, no, but yes. <laughs> okay, no, I'm trying to do the introduction. Oh, sorry, go on. So, yes. Um, so, I connected with Rob first. Mm -hmm. Then, obviously, I um, went to his profile. I said, hmm, okay, purpose good. What's this? Clicked on that. And I was like, oh, you two. I said, hmm, this giant looks cool. Followed the giant. Didn't really speak to you at first. <laughs> then, yeah. but you post you posted a question. You don't remember what I do. You posted a question. I was, it was to do with Jim, I think, something like that. Okay. And um, I already told people in like one of my first episodes, I'm not a beg yeah, but if <laughs> I think somebody's cool, I feel no type of way to attempt to connect with them. Do you, you know think, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, I messaged you from there, and uh -huh. then at that time, I think I was planning an I was planning an event that I wanted you. Perfect to come and speak at. Yes, you were, yeah. So we connected from then, and then he realised that I'm such an amazing person and that he really wanted to be my friend. And now here we are. Okay, that's how it went. 
Yeah? Oh, do you have a different version? No, 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 that's how it went. That's how it went. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, let's get into this, right? Uh-huh. The first question I want to ask you. Oh, okay. I oh, didn't straight... know it was straight in. I thought it was just like, how was your day? Do you know what I mean? But it's oh, fine. You don't want to you know, know what? Uh-huh. I really actually don't do that because okay, then no, ask you how your day it. was. I thought we were doing it on camera. I didn't know. How was your day? My day was really busy. Don't tell me. A that. lot happened. So first of all, mm-hmm. I went for a run. I've just started running, so I started boxing. Um, thank so you. did I. Oh, I you started 20... boxing? No. Oh right. <laughs> when did you start? Then? But I do know how to. Oh, you know how to box. Right. Jab. Wrong hand. <laughs> <laughs> depending on depending on you know what hand you are. I'm right-handed. Wrong hand. Jab. There you go. Cross. There you go. Uppercut. That's the one. Just basically just complete boxing. You need boxing lessons. Look no further. You know what I mean? Anyway, that was so really I interrupted you. Go ahead. Yeah, so I did that. I started mm-hmm. running. Then after I ran, went gym, back mm-hmm. on biceps. Then after that, I went to, I communicate with my team. Podcast team as such. Um, for my business, not for the actual podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that, and I know it's, it's actually a Saturday as well. But they're still, you work on still the weekends. It. I do. We do. We do. Matter of fact. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I went to went home, mm. had some food. Mm. Then actually no, actually when I was at the gym, hey, what food did you have? I had some. <laughs> it was actually macro and rice. Your macro and rice, salmon and rice. It was not macro. I'm so sorry. And how was it? Because seafood is just seafood. No, 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 no. Every but it was really good. It was actually really good. Because I can. Probably cook. actually actually made me a little bit of food in it. It was very very it's nice. It's my way of saying thank you. Yes. Anyway. And you're welcome. And then after that, after I had the food, um, mm. I then went to. No, it was before I even had the food. I, I did like the whole sauna stuff, you know, the spa stuff. Yes. Yeah. And after that, I had the food. Yeah. Then after that, I went barbers. Yeah. Then after I went barbers, then, you know what I mean? Then I came here and yeah. here we are. And here we are. You know what I'm saying? I met William. Big up yourself, bro. Yeah, now we're here. Come on. Amazing. So, yeah, the first question I have, yeah. Mm-hmm. Who is Jonathan? Me. I am. No, the man behind you. <laughs> me. I am a person. I guess. Well, what do I do? Or? Nah. Do you know why I ask? Who are you? I don't know how because to answer people, that question. Yeah, exactly. People always say what they do, yeah. and what you do is not who you are. Yeah. Oftentimes, somebody asks me, I say, "I'm a lover of people and a lover of Jesus." That's how I describe myself. Uh, um. So try not to. Try not to say what I do. Yeah. Okay. I like this exercise. It's good. I'd say son of God, mm-hmm. and um, son of my parents, <laughs> brother to my sisters. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah, that's about it, really. I don't, I don't know what else to say. And no, that's why I ask, because it okay. actually is thought-provoking. It is. We need to actually think, like, who am I? Because more time, I'll just say what I do. 100%, but that's not that's not who you are. That's, that's not simply what you do. Exactly. But, you know, we'll continue the conversation. and revisit. I'm going to ask you this again at the end of the podcast. So keep it okay. tucked in the back of... I will right, like, right in the middle. Right in the middle. Yeah, keep I'll it there. I'll do that. Okay, so what was Jonathan like when he was younger? <sighs> Energetic. Very, very energetic. Mm. Just energy. <laughs> and a lot of it. Mm. Um, I liked... What did I even like? I like playing games. Mm. Then, like, you know, Xbox and that kind of stuff. Yeah. I like people. Like, I like my friends. I like being with my friends, chilling with my friends. That's so cute. Um, shout out, shout out, friends. Love um, what else did I used to like? I don't know. I was just energe- energetic, charismatic as mm. well. I mean, I was told, innit? Mm. I'm not just saying that, but I was told <laughs> that I was charismatic. No, nah, it still comes through. Um, wasn't very academic. Seriously? That's, no way. No, nah, not really. You did You did not strike me like that. I wasn't, what, that I wasn't academic? Yeah, you give what, me... I was you, academic? You give me academic, studious vibes. You give me the vibes, yeah. This is how I was in school. Talk to me. Um, I would have done my homework and done the work, but I'm talking to somebody who hasn't done their homework or done the work. So, like, we both get in trouble, yeah. but the teacher's like, 
say her name is Julie. Julie, Charlotte's actually done the homework and done the work. What about what about you? Yeah. It's really bad because like I'm cackling away, but yeah. I've actually done the work. Yeah, I was the mean? one you were talking to. <laughs> that's a I was word. the one. Yeah, that was me. So not even one subject you like really good at. Photography. Yeah, we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about yeah. that. But all like maths, English, science. I was I was just average. Seriously. Yeah, I was just average at all of them. You said eight. Huh? Say eight. That's a good set, no. It's the lowest set. Set A is the best set. Are you okay? Am I? Am I? Am I crazy? Yes. Yeah, set set a. a. Like set eight was an insult. Oh, like, set eight. I thought you said set A. I no. Said no. Set eight. Like I remember no, that I being was, an insult back I in the day. Like you're set eight. Nah. That just shut everybody up straight. Nah. Never. I think it only went up to set four in our school. I think the lowest set I was in was probably set three in year nine. Then I went to set two the next year. Okay, so it was just like because so yeah. I was just average in it. Mm. So I wasn't. I wouldn't say I was amazing or I yeah. wouldn't say I was terrible because it was like okay, the work is in front of me. I'll just do it. But I didn't want to do it. Oh, you didn't like? How does no. your okay, how does your brain work then? Were you not? Because when I like look back now at schools, mm. there wasn't really more than one way of teaching. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense, like it's literally just we're gonna teach you this way, regardless of how you learn. So mm-hmm. was that the case of you? Like, do you know what type of learner you are? No, actually, I'm. I think I'm a um a video or visual, visual. learner. And an audible learner as well, or audio oh, learner it? or something like that. Because okay. I just I don't know because I listen to a lot of podcasts in it, and I learned that way. And then I listen to audiobooks as well, and I learned that way too. But it's for me, I've realized mm-hmm. it's just a thing of just repeating mm-hmm. and repetition. So if I just hear information over and over, yeah. it will just stick in. Like okay. when I hear a song, I'm able to just kind of like recite. And my sister's a bit like that, but she's quicker than me. She's able to recite things. Like she will hear a song once yeah. and just be singing it. She's it's, so song. she um was she good in school then, like students? Not really, actually. Only one of my sisters. I got three sisters. The youngest one was like. The most studious, and she still is the still most is. studious. Yeah, yeah, okay. She's the only one of us that are gonna is gonna go to uni, unless I decide at one point. Wow, to go to uni. Yeah. so everybody else has not gone to uni. Wow. You know, I hear it. It's, I always tell people like, unless you need it, don't go. That's exactly right. And I, I think those type of professions are what just like med, medicine, medicine. I don't know. Where medicine. There's like medicine. There's also um obviously law, mm. that kind of stuff. What you need a degree for. Correct. Right. So I was gonna go uni. But wait, are we there yet? Shall I, shall no, I yeah, no, let's, it's a conversation. Let's go. I was going to go uni. Yeah. I've got, uh, what's the one now? Unconditional nice. for Portsmouth. Okay. But that degree was Creative Media Technologies. Okay, and I don't know if you know what that means. That sounds nice. No? It's not. It's literally just, oh, well, sorry, no disrespect to anyone <laughs> that does that. Mm. But it's, I looked at it, it was like, okay, how to make a YouTube video. And Any, you can learn that just... Instead of paying nine grand a year, boy. You see what I'm saying? I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. obviously that's not what it was, but it just looked very basic, and yeah, it's like yeah, I yeah. can learn this stuff online if I wanted to. I don't need a degree yeah, for this. Which you, which you did, which you're getting to. Come on. Mm-hmm. So I I looked at that and I was like, mm, I don't know, I don't know, but I wanted to go away to just be mm-hmm. away from the family, all that kind of stuff. You know how it is, isn't it? So I was um, I was deciding between apprenticeship mm-hmm. or just going into uni, and I was like, I just took a gap year. That gap year. Mm-hmm. Wasn't really a gap here. I just worked at Sainsbury's. Is it? That's it. Oh, actually, no, I didn't. It wasn't just Sainsbury's because I was doing photo shoots and stuff in that time too. So I was developing there too. So okay. at that time, I was yeah. like, okay, I could go into the photography thing full time, mm. or I can go do a marketing apprenticeship. I'm not too sure. Yeah. But yeah, just after that, I went into the marketing apprenticeship. Yeah. And then from the marketing apprenticeship, yeah. but whilst I was doing the marketing apprenticeship, I was still doing photography, yeah. shot some weddings and stuff like that, behind oh, the scenes and some you. stuff. You know what I mean? And then after that, mm. then I obviously I started my business. Okay, let's backtrack to this. When where did like your love for photography come from? Do you remember? I do remember actually. It was oh, I think I was like nine, yeah, eight or nine. Mm-hmm. And then you know Sony Ericsson. I don't know if you know about the Sony Ericsson, which had like the camera at the back, which you could like flip. Of course you do. <laughs> My dad gave me one of those. Okay. 
Mm. I think that was his like his work phone that he just didn't use anymore. It was a phone, yeah. Sorry, it was a phone. So, oh, you didn't know Sony Ericsson was a phone? <laughs> oh wow. Okay. Anyway, oh sorry. <laughs> that... Checking that, didn't it? Right. So Sony Ericsson had the Sony Ericsson. Yeah. It was like a brick phone. Shy. Yeah. So it was like when I was holding it, it was like this in my hand. Mm. It was mad. Yeah. Um, and of course you open the shutter, close the shutter. But this was like oh. the high tech at the okay. time. So this was the thing. This like, was the thing at the time. Really. Mm. And then when you open it up, obviously yeah. you got a flash, you got the camera, whatever. It was like seven megapixels or something like that, which was crazy at the time. But now our okay. stuff is like forty megapixels. Didn't know that, but thank you. Many more megapixels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, what is that? <laughs> sounds like fireworks or something. Yeah. So disrespectful. All right. <laughs> Celebration. So I was taking pictures with that mm. just at different places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my dad and my mum were like, "Oh, this is pretty good." So it's a different people. You love parents. And they're like, this is really good. Mm. And I bring up my parents all the time because mm. they supported me and they said, okay, you just do what you yeah. want to do, but just yeah. do something, innit? That's big. That's what they always said. But um, yeah, they just looked at yeah. what I was doing. They were like, oh, yeah, these are actually good. Other people yeah. were saying it was good. And then after that, I just kept doing it, kept mm. taking pictures on whatever phone I had, whatever phone my mum had as well, because mm-hmm. they would always have better phones than me because I didn't have one like when I was younger. Yeah, except for that, that one. It. Exactly. Back then, yeah. Um, and then after that, what else did I do? Oh, yeah, then I started shooting a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I think I used someone else's camera to shoot at my cousin's wedding. Big up, Osha. Um, I shot up. my cousin's Osha, uh, wedding, sorry. Okay. And when oh, I shot wow. there... Really? Yeah, but I wasn't the main photographer. Okay, yeah. I, just, I was just a kid with a camera, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, and they yeah. just said, you just do what you want to do in it. Because they knew I could shoot. How old were you? Ooh. Uh, maybe I'm just going too fast. I think this might have been GCSE. Oh. I went for GCSE year... Was it 10 that you started GCSE? Mm, I think you, you're picking your nine or so. But picking yeah. your nine, yeah, so 10. Yeah, 10 started basically, it in yeah. 10. Yeah. And then when I started GCSEs, um, I picked photography because I was interested in it from young. Yeah. And then I didn't really like my teacher. Yeah, but that's the only like s- That Edna. one. Yeah, yeah, that one. <laughs> she looked like Edna from Incredibles. Um, I didn't really like it because of her. She was the only reason I didn't really like it. But I still appreciate the subject because the people yeah. in the subject, they okay, were cool. Solid. Like the people I was shooting with, they were yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. So she didn't even teach me how to actually take photos on a, like oh, a manual. Sure she, she was just there to just for, for bad vibes. Literally. That's basically it. Sounds like And to just system. tell me what to do and sketchbooks and then from there and whatever. Yeah. Um, my guy, he was in a class, Jules, big up Jules. Big I'm bringing up a lot of people today. As you should. Now, I mean, a lot of people have been there on a journey. Mm. Um, but yeah, so Jules was there. He was the one who actually taught me how to shoot a manual. Do you know what a manual is? No, but I just so you know you know when you have a when when you have a camera right you have like automatic mode so you just put you just point and shoot. Okay. Yes. That's automatic. That's automatic. So what's manual? Manual is when you control everything to do what's going on with the camera. So like the shutter speed, the ISO. That sounds long. I thought it was long as well until he told me how to do it. He taught me when a teacher should have done that. Who's this again? Jules. Big you up, Jules. Big you up, Jules. That's really good. Yeah, I mean, big up, Jules. Okay, so not even Edna. Not even. No, she didn't. What's she getting paid for? I don't know. Just bad vibes. Bad vibes, it was, uh, maybe no one else wanted to do the job. I don't know, <laughs> but um, yeah, Jules taught me. Yeah, and after that, just started taking more and more pictures here and yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then I shot at my cousin's wedding, mm-hmm. and this was with the camera um, that my godfather and my dad got for me. Oh, yeah, so with that camera, that is what I used for my cousin's wedding. Okay. And then when um, the wedding, the finish, or whatever, and the pictures were sent, I was just shooting away. Yeah, with just my, with, with my it, cousins, really. it? Do you know what yeah, I mean? With my cousins, yeah. I was just shooting away, taking some pictures here and there. I think I might have borrowed like some sort of a lens or something like that. Mm. And then after that, mm. when all the pictures got sent to them, they're like, "These are really these good. These are actually really good. Like these, are, some of these are well, better you than shot. The, I was, I was like, "Oh, all right, that's cool." You know what I mean, oh, you weren't like, it's like, do you know what I mean? I was okay. just like, okay, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they were like, but then what they said, which was different, was like, mm. oh yeah, some of these are better than what the actual photographer we paid. Stop it. Yeah. And this is you at 15, 16. Yeah. That's so raw talent, like, you know? Okay. So Indeed. maybe this could be something. And 
yeah, that's kind of where the photography came from. Wow. You know what? Okay, that's really good. But something I've taken from what you've said is mm. how important it is to have people who affirm you on the journey. 100%. Because that's why, yeah, it's so important. It's what I'm going to do with my kids. Like, it's one thing, <laughs> I'm going to talk about black people, yeah? Mm. The kids will draw something and they will actually tell the kid that it's, it's not good, there's something wrong. Whereas, you know, the other races, right? Charlie, that is so good, honey. Mm. Dan, look at that. Mm. It's so good. But that's what kids need. Like, we need affirmation, like, during, like whilst we're growing up. So, that's solid. So, it's for people who are trying to build, get around people that affirm you. Mm. And I'm not saying, like, yes men, but people who, you know what, bro, that's actually really good because that gives you confidence in yourself. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Even with, like, cakes. I never used to think I was that good. Yeah. I mean, my first cake, it was... For some people, it's really amazing, but because I'm... I'm I'm really good at it now. Yeah. Looking back, I'm like, yeah, that was dead. But it helped along the way. Nash, okay. like, your cakes are really good. Like, mm. this is amazing. It helps. So, yeah, when building, get around people that affirm you. When did you realise that photography wasn't, like, something you wanted to pursue, pursue? Because, obviously, now you have a business. That's not it. Mm-hmm. So, when was it, like, no, nah, I don't want to do that? That I didn't want to do photography? Yeah, as, like, a business. Because you, you said during your gap year, you was doing Sainsbury's and, like, dabbling in photography. Yeah, yeah. So, I was doing Sainsbury's and then dabbling mm. in photography. The page is Reed Visuals, if you're interested. Oh, R-E-I-D Visuals. Actually, no, you showed me. Solid. That Thank is you. amazing. Very cool. Appreciate you. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, Reed Visuals, that was yeah, a page. Yeah, And then I started building that up. Started putting my work on there. Yeah. Started shooting at different places as well. Mm. I got an opportunity to go shoot at um, Knox at his... Don't know who that is. He don't do music. <laughs> this guy is called Nux, right? He How does music. It? Huh? K N U C K S. Yeah. You do not. It's okay. But he like was a very talented. He still is a very talented, talented artist. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I used to listen to him when I was very very young. That was very very young, but like sixteen when I was like sixteen, mm-hmm. I'd listen to his stuff. Yeah. And I saw the opportunity come up, and the only reason I got the opportunity mm-hmm. was because of someone that I met, and I met okay. that through one of my people. Met her through one of my people. Sorry, okay. we got Mons. Which is the one I met, but the one who put me in contact with her is Matt, the one I go running with. Oh, yes, very nice. Okay, look See at what that. I'm mm. See what I'm so I must have been in the gym one time yeah. with him. He's a okay. personal trainer, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I was shooting content for him. So what's his page and stuff? Um, True Fitness London, T R U Fitness London. Head yeah. Do you do that as you please, people. You know what I mean? Mm. So I was in the gym with him one time shooting content for yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. The photography, videography thing. That's okay. when I was still doing it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then this girl came up to us, yeah. um, and then he knew her, and yeah. he introduced me with her. And yeah. she was in a creative ministry, and he knew that I was in a creative ministry. Okay. And he said, exactly. Mm-hmm. And then when I started speaking to her more, because she's mad cool, yeah. still is mad cool. <laughs> when I started speaking yeah. to her more, then she introduced me to this thing called the guest list. Okay, which is, is it's like an, an email list, right, for creatives in London. That's that's good. Which sends like loads of different that's like really opportunities good. to it, right? That still exists, right? Still exists. How yeah, does, I still get how emails. Does, how now. does one get involved? You in have that? to be invited by someone who's already in the guest list. It's like an invite only thing. Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. So yeah, and you have to you have to be doing something. Oh, like, like already? Oh, yeah. yeah. So yeah. this oh, is some. Okay, this yeah, is yeah. the person. This is Nashada. Nashada does okay. this. Yeah, Can yeah, she yeah. be added? Okay. They're like, okay, yeah, please Solid. be added. Mm. So that's and then I got added because of the photography and such. Yeah. And then through there, I was able to find that opportunity for mm. for the Nux shoot, and they yeah. actually wanted extras on that day. They didn't. They didn't want another photographer. Oh, extras into like be a in the video. Yeah. Okay. And I'm like, I'm not an actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not trying to be on the screen, but can I bring my camera and come through? They're like, yeah, cool, cool, cool. So I went down you there. Asked, that was solid. Glazed mouths don't get fed. Exactly. Mm. And the opportunity only came to me because of my people then putting me in contact with other people. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You've got to be around good people. And exactly. Stuff. Always. Environment is key. Yeah. And then after that, went to the place there. It was on an estate, which I was not familiar with. <laughs> when you can 
completely different part of London. Oof, and I had oof. all my gear on me. Ah. But it was still amazing, though. And I met some really, really good people. Yeah, I have to go back. When did you know, okay, I don't want to pursue Sorry. photography. Yes, we were supposed to be there. The, when I knew that I didn't want to pursue it was, there was one point where it was like, um, there was this one shoot I was on, which was a wedding. And it was an arranged marriage. And I was like, when I was there and I was shooting, do this. Mm. I can't do this. But obviously that's arranged marriages. There's so many other different type of shoots. 100%. And then there must have been another shoot like maybe a couple months later or something like that. And then I just, I don't know how to explain it. They were really cool people and I mm. even still speak to the person that even had me that day mm-hmm. um, to this day. Mm. But I just, I don't know how to explain it but you just feel like they help. Yeah. Sometimes it's like, but no one knows. <laughs> Long day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But then it just feels like you're the help. You're just yeah, there yeah, to yeah. just exactly to just do a job to just do something but yeah, yeah. and you are but i just didn't like that feeling 100%, yeah. so i'd rather felt like i'm in control of stuff and i can actually make a like a, a valuable change in someone's business or someone's event mm-hmm. or whatever mm-hmm. so that's what actually made me say okay cool maybe this isn't for me like yeah. maybe i should, don't want to take this you know to the next stage because i could have gone further with it but you still can yeah. if you decide to you know, if i really want to I can. exactly yeah. like you with cooking like if you want to go further with cooking okay. you'll go further Will with cooking much further absolutely not there you go and you have never, the talent for it never. but that's what annoys me sometimes like mm-hmm. you know why it annoys me because that industry can you can rake it in mm-hmm. especially if you're good you've got a good team you know what mm-hmm. you're doing so it annoys me because it's just like i know i could be making some good good money oh. off of this talent yeah but i've been there done that tried that and mm-hmm. did not like it like it actually made me running the business and making cakes and food made me actually hate it at one point i still hate cakes yeah C- cooking I'll never stop loving cooking. Yeah. I always say it's in my DNA, but my dad was a chef. All right. Yeah, most people don't know this. So I genuinely believe it's running through my blood, yeah. cooking. Do you know what I mean? Are you good at it? Very, very good at it. Mm. So, yeah, it annoys me sometimes. But then sometimes I think and I'm saying, no, it's cool because it's in life, you need something that you just enjoy that's not attached to anything. Do you know mm. what I mean? That can bring, I don't know, peace or happiness or whatever. Mm. And yeah, I've adopted it as my love language. Like mm. one of my love languages is cooking for people. It's one mm. of my main ones. Anyway, sidetracks, not no, about no. me today. Oh, yeah, we'll go on to that actually. Because what you okay. were saying, so I'm not trying to take over your thoughts <laughs> or anything. Please, 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 but please. you were talking about um, <clears throat> how you love cooking. Mm. And then with cooking, oh, that's another thing. That's one thing I wanted to say. Mm. So with your cooking and you building a business through cooking and such, mm-hmm. you developed a lot of skills that you're utilizing now with what you're doing. Such as? Tell me. Oh, you ask, you're asking me, you're telling me. I could, I could I could do both in it, but I'll tell you. Okay. You most likely learned how to be um, talk to customers, clients, right? Correct. right? Yeah, yeah. You learned how to do sales. You learned how to do marketing. True. You learned how to actually build a page, a social media page. So all of these things you've learned, you can actually apply to what you're doing right now yeah, with yeah, GDP. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, and all the other things that you're going to be doing as well. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? All of this stuff that is actually everything that you've done is cultivating you for the women that you're going to become. Hundred percent. I didn't even mean to rhyme. That just happened. Just happened. Well done, Jonathan. You're, so, you're you. so amazing. Just spectacular. Anyway. But no, that's actually so true. But yeah. I link that to God. That's how God operates. Yeah. I was listening to a sermon the other day mm. by Jackie Hill Perry. I showed you her the other day. You did indeed. <clears throat> and she was talking about this story about, um, what's his face again? Abraham. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you know the story, but um, God asked Abraham to sacrifice his son, son, which was a very big sacrifice because this is the son that Abraham had been praying for for years. At this time, Abraham was definitely over 100. Sarai was over 90. Mm. Um, and he had another son, but he wasn't in contact with his son because he obtained that son through measures that he shouldn't have because um, he slept with their mistress at the time. <clears throat> so the help at the time. But anyway, um, 
So long story short, the lady who ran the sermon, she was like, this was, although this sacrifice was hard for Abraham, God had created like a culture of asking him to do difficult things throughout his whole life. So when this point came, he was somewhat prepared because throughout his earlier life, he had a history of making very hard decisions. Mm. That's kind of similar to what we're saying with now. Like, don't despise, I don't want to say don't despise humble beginnings, but just know that everything is actually working for you. 100%. Like, things are not actually happening to you. They're only happening to you when you sit and you're like, oh my God. Yeah. You know what? I've been there, done that. Don't know if you have. 100%. I spent years doing that. I spent years blaming my parents, which right. if you actually want to grow and build, you got to get over blaming your parents. Like, you got to get to a stage where, okay, they didn't do this for me. Now what am I going to do about it? Yeah, things so, are not happening for you. No, sorry, things are not happening to you. They're happening for you. Literally. But it's... Oh, sorry, go on. Go on <laughs> no, you do like, you know, back in the day, they did drinks, padlock. Yeah. One, two, three. Yeah. Oh, yeah, do you know? Oh, I've got sisters, man. You know, you go for it. This is, this is your time. To I was just going to say, there's many, like, actual, what's it called, lessons in that story. Yeah. So you see that son that he had mm. um, with the mistress and stuff. Yeah. That one there, that's just rushing the process. He rushed the process on that mm. one. And then look what happened. He didn't even like the products of it. That's what happens when you rush the process. It's true. Honestly. Mm. I've tried that many times as well, but I'm at a stage in life where I actually try to genuinely learn something from everything that happens mm-hmm. to me. Like, genuinely, like, I was even telling you the other day, I was on my jog. Um, <clears throat> I went to jog for the first time. And obviously, being me, I'm excited, innit? Like, mm. I'm a black girl jogging. Like, when do you ever see a black girl jogging? Mm. So I decided to sprint. Mm-hmm. Why am I running? It's called a jog, Take yeah? Take your time. So I stopped a solid about, like, nine to ten times on that jog. But understandably, my stamina's actually in the bin, and it's my first time jogging. For now. For now. Yes. Did it the day after, and I remembered everything that the coach, because there's a um, coach of the app. Oh, the Mac Run app. Yes, yeah. said at the time, implemented it. And I think I only stopped about two times. Mm-hmm. And so I put into my women's community, if you guys are not in that, you need to be in that. What's it called? It's called, okay, thanks. It's called The Better You Home. Um, All about, yeah, just supporting and helping women build, really. But ultimately, helping them become their better version. Mm-hmm. But even as I was thinking about it yesterday, it's not even helping them to become their better version. It's actually helping them to become their authentic version. Right. Because oftentimes the version that's present, presented before us today is a result of just like life, do you know what I mean? Trauma. Mm. So that's not actually your authentic version, the version that God created you to be. Yeah. So I always tell the girl, she's in there. Mm-hmm. And I always say, my job is not to pull her out. My job is just to speak to her, yeah. create an atmosphere and a culture by where she can come out. But it's your job mm-hmm. to bring her out. Only you can do that. I can't do that for you. So yeah, <laughs> if that resonates with you, be joining. The link is in our Instagram, which is the Better You Home, or in my Instagram, Michelle Saka. And the description of this video as well. And in the description, this is how we have go. people that help you in life. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I forgot where I was initially, actually. We were talking about going through things, and then obviously that would lead to growing through things as well. He always does this. He it always does happens. these like these these one liners. And say does Rob. He's like, there's riches in the niches. I said, mm. there is indeed. You said there's there's enough cheeks for seats. Oh, there's cheeks for every seat. <laughs> I love that one because there really is cheeks for every seat. Literally. Just start to, I can go in on it. I was just speaking to no. my barber about this as well. Go for it. He was talking about, because how much I pay for the barber right now, my barber right now, mm. big up Bertrand House of Bertrand, £25 pound when I started and then it's £30. Pound. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I'm starting to do these other things, going to be increasing the price. And I'm like, okay, I guess I've got to make some more money. Literally. You see what I'm saying? Like that mindset. Instead of saying I'm going to move on, I've got to make some more money. Exactly. Well, and that's what I said last time. He said it was going to increase the price mm. as well. But, um, when, when he told me that, I said, bro, there's treats for every seat, man. Mm. You're going to get people that leave and you're going to get people that stay. Okay, 100%. For me, it's honest, it's, it's the best thing when people can upgrade with you. Mm, so if yeah. he increases his price, I just need to level up what I'm yeah, doing, right? Yeah. That's it. And you're always going to have a seat with him then. Exactly. And that's why I love that as well. Like it's, 
they when you're both obviously big time. Mm-hmm. Other people, oh, he's booked up. I can't get him. But a quick call, bro, I'm in need of a gym. Yeah, ain't going to forget. Well, I hope he does not forget <laughs> that, not. you know, you were with him through the come up. So. Yes, indeed. Okay, solid. Okay. So, I actually want to ask a question. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, I know you went from photography to... You went into digital marketing and photography, right? Yeah, I did. Okay, and then obviously we're going to get... I feel like this is going to be a two-part thing. Okay. I feel like it is, right. Okay, and then obviously digital marketing yeah. into re-identify, right? Yes, indeed. Was there a period through all of this where you didn't know what you were doing? Oh, 100%. So, okay, talk me through that time. <laughs> talk me through the emotions, the whole, everything. The whole of that gap year, right. I was like, what am I doing? Is it okay? I was just out here just doing whatever. Mm. For, I was just purposeless. <laughs> Basically. Which is crazy because you know I got a podcast called what? Purpose Led. All right. That's what's crazy. I was just out here just doing whatever, whenever. Mm. Someone would shout at me at Jonathan and try to do, yep. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't let them finish. Didn't let them, yep. after um, you see what I'm saying? I'm just, I was just chilling mm. and I was like, why am I here? Like these people are just sitting down. I say these people, man. my people. They got you lot sitting. Like, you see what I'm saying? Mm. My people were just sitting down and it was just, they, we weren't actually actively doing anything. Mm. And there is time for that. 100%. There is time yeah. for that, but we were doing it all the time. Mm. And I was like, okay. Something has to change, innit? Yeah. Something has to change. So when I was there with them, mm-hmm. I would bring my laptop and I would like start editing pictures and videos and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. The stuff that I was doing outside, I would just bring it okay, where yeah, I was chilling yeah, with yeah. them at. Um, and then I just kind of, I started just shifting my focus a little bit. Mm-hmm. Started shifting my focus to, okay, what do I actually want to do? Mm-hmm. And I was just balancing the two things in my head the whole time. Like uni, apprenticeship, apprenticeship, uni, okay, apprenticeship. Yeah, yeah. Watching a lot of YouTube. And even some of the people actually that I watched on YouTube, mm-hmm. Um, actually showing what life is like at Portsmouth, which is uni I, I was going to go to. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, big yeah, up yeah. all you people who make content. <laughs> yeah, we need you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And big up Ruben as well, because Ruben is a guy that I watched on, okay. um, he's got a brand as well, Apollo Noir. I'm going to get one of his stuff soon, one okay. of his um jumpers soon. Okay. Very, very nice brand. Um, I think he was making content mm. on YouTube mm. and I followed him on Snap. Okay. And then we we started speaking on Snap because mm. he does digital marketing. And then and now, do you see what I'm saying? Okay. It's crazy, but that was from back then mm. that I saw his stuff. Yeah. Sorry, everything just comes full circle. And I just Which it does, great. But um, yeah, in that time, I was yeah. just wondering, what am I going to do? Looking at all this different content, saying, yeah, okay, yeah, do yeah. I want to go here? Do I want to yeah, go there? Yeah. And I realized, let me just do the apprenticeship route. Let me okay. just do the apprenticeship route. And I, I deferred I deferred the uni um thing a of year yeah. okay. for that gap year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just said, you know what? Just done it off. I'm going to just go mm. the, the apprenticeship route. And I was even looking at accommodation. Okay, beforehand so yeah, I was yeah. even ready to go as well because yeah, yeah. I wanted to bounce from yeah. my yard <laughs> okay if I'm reaching let me know I like digging deep why to me. well why? from my yard yeah because I just wanted to experience something different to be honest and I wanted freedom okay but then honestly was freedom even good for me mm, probably not you see what I'm saying mm-hmm. I don't know if, if right now I would have children See what I'm saying? Because I know, because I'm no. <laughs> no, can't be real. No, literally, it's, it's yeah, 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 yeah. So I don't yeah, know. Baby father. I don't know what what could have happened. Yeah. If I went to uni, right? Obviously, probably wouldn't have been the end of the world if <laughs> yeah. I did. You see what of I'm saying? Of course not. You may not. You may not even been here. We may have exactly, never met. Exactly. You might not be doing a podcast. Who knows? Hundred percent. But I feel like everything happens for a reason. hundred percent. I really do feel like everything happens for a reason. So yeah. that happened for a reason. I decided to do the mm. apprenticeship route for a reason, mm. and I started the apprenticeship. Okay. Friendship was good. Wait, I'm gonna pause you. Talk to me. I want to dig deeper into how you felt like during that gap year. When how you I felt or how I felt? Yeah. Okay. So obviously, I know you said you were like purposeless and stuff, but yeah. how did it feel? Do you know what I mean? I Got think lost. even especially as a man, yeah. I feel like purpose is very important to mm-hmm. men as well. So yeah, talk me through that. To be honest, I wasn't really processing my emotions at the time. Mm. I was just taking every day as it came. 
it was just like I've got work at this point. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna go work at this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'm gonna stop work at this time, and then okay. the cycle, cycle continues. The week yeah. turns to all the days turn to weeks. The week turns to months. Well, the months exactly. Then it was a year, and I was like, damn. Where did that <laughs> Where did I go? Yeah, yeah, I mean? yeah. But it was just like the constant cycle of just going mm. to work, coming home, going to work, coming home. Yeah. And I also realized when I was at work, I, I learned a lot of things in that year. Okay. So even well, looking well, back, well, I learned a lot of things. Well, so in that gap year, I learned that. So it was retail, right? So obviously mm. Sainsbury's. Mm. I learned that a lot of this, like a lot of these environments, they're like school playgrounds. Mm. Like these people would be gossiping about stuff that happened on the weekends, mm. or like <laughs> gossiping about this person doing something with this or person, this and, and or this colleague, yeah, and that colleague, and that colleague, and whatever. And I'm like, these people are grown people. Like, is this is this what it's like? You see what I'm saying? And then I learned how to speak to speak to people, communicate with people. And before Sainsbury's, I was mm. working in a place called Chinasta, big up Chinasta. It's an Indian restaurant. Amazing, amazing people there. Mm-hmm. It's like a family there. Wow. Um, and I learned how to actually communicate with people there, how to actually sell. I was on a really bar as well. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I was on a bar as well, and I was making cocktails all day. You all day. can make cocktails? You know what I mean? Like that? Small, small. Uh-huh. Um, and yeah, so when I was there, mm-hmm. I learned a lot yeah. in terms of communicating with people, yeah. and I learned about value as well. So I actually added value to now. that place. Yeah. I added a lot of value to that place in terms of like the, the kind of vibe that I bring and then yeah. like the way that I make customers feel. And you know, when it comes to people, they will never remember what you say, but they always remember how you made them feel. So no, that, like I, I realized that yeah. when I was there as well. Mm. There was people that would come back and say, "Oh yeah, you were the one who served yeah. me last time." This time, that you, you don't remember in it, really. What that I served them? Yeah, nah. no, but obviously they would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Mm. And then um, when I was leaving, this yeah. is when I realized the value. When I was leaving, they were yeah. saying, "Okay, how much are you getting paid?" How much are you getting paid at Sainsbury's? Yeah. I already secured the job at Sainsbury's. Okay. And I said how much I was getting paid. They were like, oh, can't do can't that much, that, yeah. but we can do this. Mm. You see what I'm saying? So that's where I saw the value was added in it because yeah. I was like, okay, I must be adding value for them to say they're going to 100%. Because most time they'll be like, yeah, see, I thank you. Exactly. <laughs> There's a door. And they wanted to keep me there. Mm. And they were really, really cool people. So I was like, sorry. Yeah. I was saying the money was cool. It was a lot of money. Oh, yeah. It wasn't a lot of money at <laughs> Looking all. Looking back at it now, but then. I'm saying, but then. No, because I remember my friends working at Sainsbury's back then. That was great money. In this day and age, with, listen, when yeah. I used to, well, I still bake. When I first started yeah. baking, my butter was a solid. Your what? Butter a that butter, I used. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't even two pounds. Mm-hmm. Now, it's almost five quid. For one. For one tub of butter. Oh, wow. Do you, like, it makes me not even want to bake cakes anymore oh, because no. five quid. That's a lot. That's a lot for butter. For one tub. Yeah. So when I tell people my price, they're like, right. Actually, no. Let me, let me not even lie. People don't do that. Yeah, you know why? Why? Because my cakes are good. So whenever I actually up the they prices... Actually, I had that one. You know that oh, one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the cake, right. Nice. So, yeah, I actually don't have that any. I used to, mm. but now, because obviously I've had this business for five years. Mm. So it's like I'm, I'm known in the game. And celebrations. Thank you very much. So, yeah, every time I up the price, I actually don't get any questions about it now because okay. I, I know my cakes are good, but yeah. they didn't always used to be. I used to make really dry cakes. Okay. Which is crazy. He wants he wants a dry cake. Do you know what I mean? No one. I actually remember the exact moment when actually, I realized. Actually, no, for every seat. Yep. So yeah. why is, what is wrong with my throat today? <clears throat> right. So yeah, I remember that it was a fortnight cake I made for my friend's brother. Actually. Right. Um. Obviously, I always ask for feed- feedback when I make cakes. Mm-hmm. Um. Because obviously, how else are you gonna grow? Of course. Um. Do you find it easy to ask for feedback? Or do you find it hard? No, I think I do it very frequently now. Mm-hmm. I used to find it difficult because, yeah, I'm just scared of what you're going to say, um, especially because my, my mom, she's just, she can't help herself. Like, she is, she'll tell you more about what's bad with it than mm. what's actually good with it. Mm. So, obviously, it's just like, 
I get this all the time. Like, I don't want somebody else to come yeah. and tell me what's wrong with it. Um, but now I'm much better because I need to know. You know what I mean? Especially because I may not be able to see it, but somebody else probably can. Mm-hmm. So yeah, she let me know. She's like, yeah, but the cake was a bit dry. And I don't know what it did to me, but it actually is like a dagger in my, my heart. I was like, my cake's dry. I said, nah, my customers can't have dry cake. Mm-hmm. I just remember researching ways to um, make my cakes better. And even last longer, because my cakes, they definitely last over a week and they're still very moist. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's that's pretty amazing. And now, yeah, I've never made, I never will. I never make dry cakes anymore. Um, you have to learn through pain sometimes. There, but, oh. <laughs> Most of the time, actually, you have to learn through pain. <laughs> don't even get me started on that. That's actually life. You, you yeah. have to. If you avoid it, you're just avoiding lessons that are necessary. And like, avoiding an inevitable as well. It's always going to happen. You're always going to experience painful things. Yeah, 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 that thing you can't actually run away from. From Sainsbury's, mm-hmm. um, yeah, you're talking about how you learn a lot. Did you finish on... You said you were learning. Yeah, but yeah, just learning how to communicate with yeah. people, learning what different types of people are out there as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. I'm exposed to so many different types of people. That's true. Supermarket, yeah, yeah, yeah. I come across so many different types of people. Yeah, how yeah, to, how yeah. to handle people, how mm. to handle different situations. Yeah. Having to stick to a time schedule coming in, yeah, going yeah, out, yeah. managers, okay. authority. Did that help you with um being like disciplined and more organizing? Or have you always kind of been Not really. good? Not really. Okay. You know, with some people like Having that schedule of, okay, I'm getting yeah. up at eight and da 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 helps them manage their time a bit better. Not really, because nah. sometimes I do overtime and stuff like that. Okay. But it did it helped me in many different areas, though. Mm. Like, even with the, the managers that I had, yeah. like, some of them were cool, some of them weren't. Mm-hmm. So, and some of them I had to speak to. Yeah. Because, obviously, when it gets to a certain stage, you have to speak to people. You have to communicate with them that, like, so what you're doing, that like, common, bro. Like, so, fine, I'll never do that. Exactly. Yeah. And then I realised how to be, or what a good manager was and what a bad manager was. So that's helped me in what I'm doing now as well. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So, after Sainsbury's was what? Digital marketing apprenticeship. Okay. Talk me. Yeah. So that was really good. Mm. Um, it was good. It <laughs> Not was really good. good. <laughs> it wasn't really. It was good. It was good. Like really cool people. Mm. Um, really really nice team. They mm. actually stood for a purpose as well. So they give ninety percent of their distributable profits to charity. Ninety. That's ninety. Very good. That's their name. Ninety. They're cool. I like them. Yeah, they're really really cool people mm. actually. Um, and they were, and the reason I say it was good, not really good, is because mm. I wouldn't say I was interested, interested in the subject matter. Like it's insurance innovation, right? So it's like insurance innovation. Yeah, so it's helping insurers to innovate. Wow, that's what they do. And it's like I wouldn't say I was that interested in insurance. I thought yeah. I might be able to get into it, but I was like, no, nah, this isn't. Yeah, and even ask like, how do we even get to picking this? Oh, it was just because it was a digital marketing apprenticeship. It was just at that company. Okay, but then. Obviously, you know your life, so it makes sense. But Sorry, for me, yeah. I'm just like, how do we go from photography yeah. to now picking a digital marketing Because remember, apprentice? I realized that photography probably wasn't for me. Okay. Let me go down the marketing route because I like human psychology. Right. I like how that works. And I've been building my page. I've been doing the social media okay. stuff and I understand how the marketing stuff yeah, works. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And marketing interested me as well. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking, okay, that is something that you yeah. can kind of apply to many different industries. So regardless yeah. of what I want to go into, I can utilize marketing. 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So that's why I went into marketing mm-hmm. and the side of things. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, still tell me about this apprentice. Yeah, so they were really good people there. Mm-hmm. They actually taught me a lot as well yeah. in terms of business, in terms yeah. of being um, punctual. <laughs> I need to work, still need to work on. You're pretty good. I'm okay. Yeah, I'm all right. I'm all right. No, you're pretty good. Actually, a drag. Yeah, you're all right. You've got a lot of time today, but anyway. Hey, see, I can't even give excuses <laughs> for that. So, yeah, they they taught me a lot as yeah. well. Um, yeah. they taught me about life as well, like the. Yeah. I was closely working with the CEO. Yeah. Like he was kind of in the office that we right. were in as well. Okay. So I was sometimes I would be on a meeting with him when he would be yeah. speaking to yeah, yeah, from yeah, these yeah. big insurers. Like um, I don't even want to say their names. So I'm not sure if they're okay. Yeah, able yeah. to, but very big insurers that people have heard of, like people that insure their cars, kind of stuff. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So these are names that people know. Mm-hmm. And she's on calls with the people who are very, very high up in those companies. Okay. Telling them how to run their business, how to improve their thing. So I'm like, um, I was I was liking the business from that perspective. Right. And I also like the fact that they actually stood for something. Mm. And everything that they did kind of ran through that filter of purpose. Like, nice. who are we working with? Why are we working with them? Yeah. And how is this going to help the people that we want to help? That's solid. I really did appreciate I think that's, that. that's good when building, like, I think when some people are building something, it's just maybe for money's sake. So it's just mm-hmm. like, you're just going to take anybody. Mm-hmm. Even with, like, this podcast, I'm not trying to bring somebody that I don't see, you know, value in that's mm. really doing something substantial. Like, it's actually coming from a place of, <clears throat> yeah, like, I actually want to do this and I want to help people. Yeah. Because I always say, I think it's true, it's true for me. A lot of what I do now is attached to who I am and, like, what I stand for as well, mm-hmm. or, like, what I've kind of been through. Mm-hmm. So one reason why, like, I'm doing the Better You Home is because in my own life, I've realised that my parents didn't speak to me in a way that could cause a, like, this version of Nashada now to come out. I would say this version came as just a result of pain mm-hmm. and just going through a lot in life, which it happens, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> whatever cards you've been dealt with, two of them. Mm-hmm. Um... And so that's why, like, I can notice now that a lot, I know a lot of people come from those type of households mm-hmm. where they haven't been affirmed, where they haven't been told, like, yeah, you actually can do this or do this. A lot of people actually are not living for themselves. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing I actually like about me. I'm quite stubborn. If I want to do something, can't lie, I'm going to do it. Um, so even I went to uni, mm-hmm. but I left three months in, actually. Right. Yes, I was studying international business management. Okay. It wasn't bad, but I didn't like it. And one thing about me, if I don't like something, no. I've always been that way. Yeah. So I thought, cool, let me change the course. So I was going to do entrepreneurship. That's so boring. As they have that? Yeah. Well, it was along, that, along those lines, yeah. Okay. Um, Because obviously I had, I started my business at 16. That this time, going to uni, I still had the business. Mm-hmm. I just put it on hold. Well, I didn't actually. I decided to be smart and I um charged my roommates to make food for them every week. And then I started to spread the word. I'd done like packages. Mm-hmm. Um. Started making milkshakes and stuff. And, awesome. you know, guys in uni, they're going to pay anybody to make their food. So, yeah. capitalised on that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I always knew I was going to go into business after leaving uni. So, it just made sense to do some degree that was, like, business, right? Yeah. But they were like, oh, sorry, you've missed the threshold, the mark. You're going to have to wait a year to change your course. So, I said, do I look like I'm going to stay in this place for a year doing a subject that I don't really like? Mm. Then no. So, I left. And that was that was mad because, yeah, everybody's in uni. Yeah. Like, life... So it feels like that. Ma- oh, okay, ma- the majority of people are in uni, yes. right? So I, which I'm grateful for now, experienced life early enough. Mm-hmm. I had about three years, yeah, 18, yeah, about three, four years to try everything. So I was a youth worker for three years. I was a chef for a couple of months. Mm-hmm. What else did I do? I tried to be a lash tech. I tried to go into facials. I just tried everything. Because, yeah, I'd, I like to live my life on knowing that I tried it rather than what if. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, it was really difficult at that time. I don't know how we got here, but let's run a bit. Mm. It was really difficult at that time because, yeah, all my friends are in uni and I'm actually having to think about life. Obviously, I'm at home now and mum's like, okay, yeah, what are you doing? What are you doing, yeah. But at this time, I was going through my first heartbreak as well. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, like, my no. heart was breaking. I, was, yeah. I love this voice so much. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? This is like, you're young. Do you know what I mean? Oh, so I was heartbroken yeah. and jobless. The That's two, a bad combo. The, a bad combo. A bad combo. I actually, like, to keep it real, spent months crying. Oh, every, every, on end? Yeah, I, I, I loved this guy, you know. It wasn't it wasn't actually love. Now look look back at it and I was just mm-hmm. infatuation and obviously I wasn't, I had no self-esteem, so you're just filling the void. But anyway, we won't go into that. So, yeah, heartbroken, jobless, not really good. Um, But I'm actually glad that I went through that at 18 
Because I know there's a lot of people that leave uni now and it's like, what am I doing? You're lost. So, like, so many people I've um, encountered say they feel lost. Mm-hmm. So, um, that's why I said life's happening for you, not to you. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but I had I met a couple... a lot of those people in huh? Ainsley. I met a lot of those people Is it? Just, yeah, they don't know what they're yeah. doing. You... I'm not going to sound rude, but you were one of them, innit? At least. Oh, 100%. Know what yeah. You know but what everyone you... was just at different stages and not knowing what they're doing. There's 30, 25. But that's, and that's the problem. It's like, you need to... I've realised you've got to get to a stage where you hate where you are to, to move, if that makes sense. Like, I got sick and tired of crying every day. So I had to get up and, do you know what I mean, do something. So when I was a youth worker, it was great. I was still I was still heartbroken at the job because everybody like, oh, miss, do you have a boyfriend? I'm like, don't have a boyfriend. Like, stop reminding me, yeah. I don't have one. So it's really hard, but... Yeah, I was exposed to life, which I absolutely love. Another thing oh, to take from it. that as well, you only make change when you're actually tired. Tired. You only make change when you're tired. Like Super If you're not tired. making change yet, you're not tired. You're not tired. Somebody used to say that, my mentor used to say that to me, and I just looked at him like... Real life. I, I looked at him and said, I am tired, which was correct, mm-hmm. but you're not tired enough. The only reason I went started going to the gym because I was tired of being skinny. <laughs> I would say I'm slim now, Yeah, but you're, I was you're, tired of being skinny. So you're a maga? I was definitely you're a maga. Oh, 100%. <laughs> It was, it was concerning. You see what I'm saying? That's not funny. Why are you laughing? Because <laughs> I can just ma- imagine it. Like I, If we were friends, then I'd I'll show you. P- I'll show you a picture. You're going to show you? I'm going to laugh. Because I was, yes, I was a mother, basically. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, okay, I'm tired of being this way. Mm-hmm. Let me start eating. Let me start mm-hmm. going to the gym. And in about, I think, three to four months, I put on like 10 kilos. Um, I don't really know weights. Why is my eyelash doing this? 10 but kilograms. Is that, is that really good? Yeah. Okay. So I was 73 kilograms before. Yeah. Then I went to 83 kilograms. Okay, so you were just like eating a lot. Yeah, or like seventy kilograms and I went to eight kilograms. Mm. So I was just eating a lot. And matter of fact, just eating. Eating. Because I thought I was eating a lot beforehand. But, you but I was just snacking. Mm. I was just snacking and then yeah. just having little bits here and there. But when I was actually conscious with it, yeah, yeah, that yeah. was just in lockdown, innit? Which was a whole mm. whole another period of my life. Which... Yeah, tell me through that. Oh, lockdown. Yeah. So what were you, what oh, were you that's, doing? That's good actually, you know, because it comes straight after the apprenticeship. Nice. Or matter of well, fact, in the apprenticeship. Look at us getting back on track there just so go. effortlessly. Like podcasters. You know what I'm saying? Okay. In this way, what are we doing? What are we doing? Shh. No, do that one. What this one? Mm. Anyway, go ahead. Yes. So in when I was doing an apprenticeship, yeah, I was in the office, which was in Marble, not Marble Arts. It was in Monument. That was for maybe like a month or two. Okay. And then everything just got locked down. Yeah, locked And then I did it all virtually, and of course I couldn't do any photography, any of that yeah. kind of stuff as well. So that kind of actually naturally kind of ended things there as yeah. well. So obviously I was thinking, having my thoughts beforehand, mm. and then I couldn't do it anyway. Yeah, so, so I was like, okay, yeah, might as well not. Exactly. Yeah. And then in that time, I started a purpose-led with Rob. Oh, in lockdown? Yeah, because remember, in lockdown, when lockdown started, everybody started to go on Clubhouse. Yeah, I never joined in, you know. Damn. I did. Yeah, that's you so what I did. That's so did okay. Rob, and so did many other people. We go on Clubhouse, and we heard people were talking about who should be on the first date. Are you going to sleep with this woman, that woman? <laughs> Um, what's, what's your body count? Oh. This, that, the other. Do you like black women? No. <laughs> da, 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 da. And then me and Rob are like, okay, cool. Mm. These conversations, some of them you might be able to have once. You should plan the first day. Yeah, yeah. The man. Yeah. Let's move on. Literally. You should do this, that, yeah, that yeah, person. Yeah. Cool. Let's move on. Yeah, yeah. But then these people are having conversations till like 3 a.m., 4 a.m. No, 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 but that's no. not, obviously, for some people, that's their form of entertainment, isn't it? Yeah, but which is me, fine. It should only be entertainment. Exactly. <laughs> you know for I mean? me, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm all right. I, mean, I was in the rooms for maybe what, one one day or something like yeah. that. And I was like, okay, cool. That's, that's yeah. enough for me. Yeah. And then I started getting into personal development and such. Because I started listening to Clubhouse Rooms. Okay. Which had a lot of this stuff in it. Yeah. And I was, I was in Clubhouse Rooms. I was sitting there. And I was listening to people like Grant Cardone. I was listening to people like big business people. Yeah. I'm talking Cardone. seven figure, yeah, eight yeah, figure, yeah, yeah. these kind of people. They were on Clubhouse and they were just talking Ooh, wisdom stuff. for mm. free. 
and you can get on stage and you can speak to them for free. And then there were people talking about all this stuff that so I didn't they, care about. What's going on here? Like, are people not seeing these other rooms that are open? And I was like, okay, well, I've started to listen to them and I've started to get this whole personal development mm. thing. And Rob's on it as well. We'd have calls, we'd be talking to each other. Yeah. And Rob, big up Coach Klutzke. We'd be talking to each other. We'd be saying, oh yeah, bro, oh yeah, this, daddy, about yeah. I read these atomic habits, rare, 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 rare. So Mindset. So you need da, 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 da. to read that book, guys. Big book, read it. Solid, yeah. It's not even a big book. It's, <laughs> it's, it's not a, yet. It's actually a good book, like it's a good size too. Yeah, yeah, if you're not a reader, read it. Mm. If you're a reader, read, read it. it. Read it. So yeah. me and Rob, yeah. we were interested in the same stuff. We were like, let's just do this in Clubhouse. Yeah. You don't see it there by wow. people who look like us. Yeah, we saw an opportunity. We saw an opportunity and yeah. we took it. Yeah. And after we took it, people started listening. Maybe like 10 people in the room. Yeah. They were really, really loving it. And yeah. as you said, on your journey as well, people were saying, oh, these cakes are really good, Nasada. Yeah. Same with the rooms. Even though there was only 10 people, yeah. two people saying it. Oh, uh, these rooms are really, really good. 10 people cool. then, how many people you Exactly. Exactly. And then we just kind of built it up, built it up, built it up. And it was probably only max like 30 people. Maybe really? a room there was like 70 people in the room at one time. And that was still maybe good. one day. That's still really good. But we built a community up to about 500 people. Wow. And then people That's started saying, oh yeah, this is really good. You lot should create a podcast. It was really? actually Karina. Big up Perina. Big up Perina. There you go. She said for us to create a podcast. Yeah, we were like, yeah. all right, cool. Why not? You know what I'm saying? Why not? Mm. So we, that was kind of like the natural progression. Then yeah. big up JJ. Big you up JJ. I was literally just speaking to him earlier on okay. as well. Okay, nice. And he was involved in this like kind of um community called um this is so bad of me because i really forgot <laughs> we'll oh, remember no. i'll put it i'll put it on the screen somewhere. please do yeah please do um they're really 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 good people as well mm. but because they've been they've been out of action for a little while so what so do they do they basically help young people get into the creative world and creative industry okay can't believe I what's that creative like um so like photography and like art yeah yeah, yeah music okay. all that kind of stuff and they had this kind of um this kind of room in one of the big buildings in Central near Waterloo. Mm. Um, and JJ was there and he was, I think he was doing some music stuff with them. Mm. And then he said, bro, you know, they got a podcast studio. And he literally just shot it like on a snap and he sent me the video and he said, bro, like they got the studio here. Like you, I don't know, I could get, I could introduce you to these people. He introduced with us yeah. to the people. people got Chris, journey, Chris was, was helping Big us. And that's another thing as well. You need to tell people what you're doing. Oh, yeah. Because people, so, people are so scared to tell people what they're doing. Mm. People are like, oh, no, I don't want to tell. Wanna I don't wanna, I want to move in silence. <laughs> I don't want to say anything. I want to move in silence. I don't want to say anything right. to people. Yeah, literally. Because that's what people are on. But mm. then I really do think there's so much value in actually telling people what to do. Yeah. And actually I can see that in, in, in our relationship, right? Because if I didn't tell you that I'm starting a podcast, one, you wouldn't be here. Mm. And two, you wouldn't be helping me. Exactly. I'm starting my podcast right now. But I know that I think that comes from a lot of that comes from culture, mm. just from my experience. Like growing up, mum's like, you don't tell anybody anything. Like mm. everything stays in the house. Mm -hmm. But I think that I think that's heavily linked to like a scarcity mindset mm -hmm. of like, okay, maybe if I share this idea, I, I don't know that I can't do this idea, or, or someone could somebody's it. gonna take it. Yeah. Which they can take it, but they can't take you. Mm -hmm. Do you understand? So somebody can take the generation's podcast name, but ain't nobody gonna do the podcast how I do the podcast because cool. I'm me. Mm -hmm. Simple. Um, but yeah, there's so much value in sharing it because yeah, everybody has, well not everybody, everybody has some value that they can see, whether good or bad is obviously a whole other story. But anyway, learn your thing. But yeah, so intense. you can learn something from everyone as well. Mm -hmm. So literally everybody does have some sort of value to give yeah. you. So even in Sainsbury's, like there were people that I was learning mm -hmm. from, but not in the way of learning they were not to do, as well, not to yeah, do yeah, yeah, this, yeah, yeah. that and the other to end up in the position yeah, that yeah, they yeah. were potentially at. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And then people were telling me what to do, mm. as in get out of here. Yeah. I was like... That's probably a good idea. And I'm assuming these are older people as well, yes, isn't it? Yes, older people. Somebody, as well. I just, they're just not happy, but 
again, not skipping our shit. No, but, but some people, some people were actually calm being okay. there. Like, it's like they were just doing it to have something to do. Did you, you really, do you really think they were happy? Cause I, 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 I don't know if they were happy, but they oh. were just doing it to have something to do, innit? Fair enough. Yeah, because I genuinely believe, like, God made us in a way where we have to create. Mm. Like, I think deep down, if you're not doing, okay, not, not doing something, but creating something, mm-hmm. as in being, like, innovative, innovative, that's the word, innit? Obviously, there's different levels to it, because I wouldn't say, like, I'm heavily creative. No, but you are creative. And I was if, actually okay, thinking about this the other day. I wouldn't class myself by, as creative. If we're made by a creator, and he made us in, a, in his image, okay. then we must yeah. be creative. And you've made what? A podcast. Okay. You made a telegram. You've created, Hated. matter of fact, yeah. a telegram. You've created yeah. a podcast. You create cakes on a regular basis. You create food on a regular basis. Mm. You design the cakes to make them look nice. That's also true. Which is a form of creation. Mm. You also designed the food to make it look <laughs> nice and presentable. It looks good, it? It always looks good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're a creative, no? You know what? I actually, have, I, I would love to argue with that. Okay, so your friend Jade. Oh, Jade, also, Jade. please, sorry, before we get into that, just tell your people what they do as well. You love to say give people their roses, in it, or their flowers. Yeah, I say give people their flowers while they're alive, not dead. Exactly. And men don't even get flowers until they're dead, which is a shame. And they get laid on their grave. Oh, I'm actually going to buy flowers. Don't do that. Oh, William, would you like flowers? <laughs> What's it? Like, so if I like came up and gave you a rose, how would you guys feel? Would you look at me? Would I'll, you just take it? I'll just say thank you. Would you take it? Would you take it? Would you take it? I'll take it. Would you take it? Little words. Oh, I'm gonna think about doing that. Anyway, um, yeah. What you asked me to do? <laughs> you I, said, thought I, was, I, I thought I was telling them people. Oh. People them something. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, always tell your people like what they do well. Like I just mm-hmm. affirmed you. I just told you exactly what you do, and that the fact that you are a creative mm-hmm. has reminded you, matter of fact. Because right. these things will be in your head, but you won't actually tell your people them. True. Which is a shame. Yeah. Because these things will be in your head, as I said, but mm-hmm. you won't tell the people, so they will never know. Mm. Or they might not know. Sometimes you see people the way that they don't even see themselves. Oh, you see most people's times. potential when yes. they don't even see it. Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. a shame because you actually believe in some people more than they believe in themselves. So the more that you tell people yeah. who they actually are mm-hmm. and who you see them as, 100%. the positive light. Of course, yes, please. <laughs> Positivity. The, light, the more you tell them, the yeah. more they will actually start to believe it. Because repetition, I keep telling you, repetition mm. is literally the thing that will make you understand something. Yeah. And it's like music, for example. Mm. It's just programming. It's like music. Yeah. Music is a form of programming. Like if yeah. you're always talking about money, mm. women, drugs, and all this other stuff, yeah, that's what do you really think, think that you're going to be thinking yeah. about? Like that David Imaniti said garbage in, garbage out. Uh, David Imaniti, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Garbage, garbage in, garbage, in, garbage yeah, out. In. That's, that is so true. And it's why like I've called the better you home yeah. as well, because the home is, pri- that's where primary socialization happens, mm. right? That's where the like key socialization happens. And I had a um, therapy call yesterday, mm-hmm. and my therapist was like, actually from conception, right, till 10 are the foundational years. Conception, you know, like, <clears throat> not, as in, I'm not even here yet. Mm-hmm. And it's why um, people encourage, like, um, mothers and fathers to speak to their children and affirm them even before they're here. 100%. Because that can 100%, that 100% impacts how they view themselves and see themselves. And yeah, if you don't, and that's why, like, with my girls, I'm always telling them, like, I'm so proud of you. Like, you're doing an amazing job. Mm-hmm. Especially to the ones that are not doing anything. Because mm-hmm. unfortunately, this culture, if you're not doing anything, you're not valuable. You're not good. These are obviously lies, 100%. Because something I've written um, written for, like, my affirmations is, I am enough. Mm-hmm. I've always been enough. And I'll always be enough. Mm-hmm. And this is aside from having this podcast. Aside from having businesses. Aside of anything. Just me and Ashada, when I wake up, I am enough, right? 
say, yeah, I, I, I don't know why I keep coming back to a phone, but it's just, it is so important. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, JJ, he sent yeah. you a snap of the studio. Yeah, he sent me a snap of the studio yeah. and he said, bro, like, you see this stuff, bro, you could use this. Like, you said you wanted to start a podcast oh, now. Yeah. So I said, you need to tell your people what you're trying mm, to do. Or right. tell people general, what you're yeah. trying to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a whole other thing we can speak about as well. But um, yeah, he said, oh, look, bro. Yeah, we got this here. Just give me a shout if you want me to say it up. Mm-hmm. We did say it up. I didn't talk with Chris. Right. Big up, Chris. YCUK. Oh, you remember it, YCUK. Young Creatives <laughs> UK. Big up them, man, for real. Why is he shouting us? I didn't even mean to shout. But yeah, YCUK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big, 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 big group. Not big physically, but actual yes, big, yes, like yes. serious. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, great people involved. Really, really creative people involved. Um, came through. Chris liked me. People them like me. Mm. So they said, okay, cool. Bring Rob. Rob came through. Mm. People don't like Rob. If you like me, you're going to like Rob. Rob. You see what I'm saying? If you like Rob, 100%. you're going to like me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, we came through. They liked us. So yeah. we were able to use the space. So if you go back to season one, Purpose Led, YouTube channel, mm-hmm. you'll be able to see like the, the London Eye in the back and all yeah, that yeah, kind of I, stuff. I that, was in that, that was in that studio. So yeah, that's where we kind of started. And then that was at the it's same nice time. Place to start. It was a nice place to start. And that was at the same time that we were doing the... Um, I was doing the apprenticeship. How long was you doing the apprenticeship for? Probably like 18 months. Oh, like wow. 18 months, I believe. Enough. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. Well, let's run it over. We go mm. from, I don't remember the shop. Shit. Mm. Shainasta. Shain, that's what I said. Shainasta. Mm. <coughs> from Shainasta to Sainsbury's. Mm-hmm. Sainsbury's, like Sainsbury's and photography. Yeah. Then Sainsbury's and photography to um, 90. Yeah. Which was a digital and photography. And photography. Oh, oh, yeah. so he's a little bit here and yeah, there. Yeah, at the at the very. Oh start. yeah, until the arranged marriage the... shoot. Oh no no no. No, until lockdown. Until lockdown, yes. Right. Okay. And then, so obviously, yeah. By this time, lockdown's over, of course, because you're in, you're in the studio, isn't it? By this time. So well, lo- really... it was yeah, lockdown was over, was but easy. Corona was still a. You see what I'm saying? Corona yeah, was yeah. still a thing, so it was still difficult to you know get out and shoot mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. And then Rob was at uni as well, which made it okay. difficult to. I think he was at uni anyway. Can't completely remember. Yeah. But yeah, it was it wasn't easy yeah. to be able to you know go out and shoot and all that kind of stuff because everyone shook, everyone shook with <laughs> the whole Corona was, thing. You see what I'm saying? Ah, uh, my mum was scared, boy. You see what I'm saying? And of course, because people are dying. Yes. People were dying. Mm-hmm. So it's and people who were close to my parents as well who were yeah. dying. So it was difficult for yeah. me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because they want to just keep everyone inside. Exactly. So that no one gets affected by yeah, this. Yeah, you got quite a few people in your house as well. You see what I'm saying? Okay. So okay, now walk me through because now this is purpose that has started now. Mm-hmm. So yeah. He's, um, his podcast is called Purpose Led. Mm. Actually, matter of fact, tell us about Purpose Led. Purpose Led is a podcast. Um, well, it's not just a podcast, to be honest. It's, a, it's, a, it's a movement. It's a really cool thing. You know what I mean? We have a podcast. We do events as well. Mm-hmm. We talk about like mindset, personal development, all that kind of stuff. So probably your viewers might even like the stuff that we yeah, do. Yeah, they should do. Yeah. And we bring different people on, like financial professionals, mm-hmm. authors, yeah. athletes, like different kind of people who are fulfilling a life of purpose and right. following a life of purpose and following their purpose yeah. and people who are purpose-led. Right. Those are the kind of people that we bring on, yeah. people that are going to inspire our audience, mm-hmm. telling our audience about the things that they've learned in life. Yeah. Those are the kind of people we bring on. Okay. What's your definition of purpose? Like, What do you think purpose is for you? You're going to give reason to be here. Okay. And what do you think yours is? To inspire people. Well, to your calling. So one of my calling, I, I believe, mm. is the podcast. Because that's one of the ways I can do it at very, very high leverage. I can do it to a variety of people, thousands and thousands of people. We touch millions of people through social media. Thank you. We touch thousands of people through YouTube and um, Spotify and uh, what's it called? Apple Music and all that kind of stuff. So, mm. yeah, it's just a very high leverage way of just causing inspiration across so many different people. 
and then of course we do the uh, the events as well. Yeah. So we can actually do it in real life too. Yeah. Like we're gonna do workshops too. Amazing. Doing that in Amazing. real life too. Yeah. yeah. And then through purpose led. There are so many different ways we can inspire because we're going to be going into school. We've been into a school. school. We've already spoke yeah, to one. Amazing. And we're going to be going to speak at a university soon as well. Yeah. So just more of the same, really. And just yeah, inspiring yeah, yeah. that way. Yeah. I mean, Nixie Hustle did say um, one of the greatest human actions can inspire others. Which is so true. That's, That's what some people need because, yeah, some people, a lot of people's environments are just so not... Mm-hmm. It's uninspiring a word. <clears throat> is that English? We'll make it a word right now. We're going to make it a word. There you go. It's so uninspiring, but that's why, and even Atomic Habits talks about it, you've got to yeah. create your environment. Mm-hmm. So that's what I did the other day. I looked at my room, I said, hmm, I spend most of my time in here. Mm. So that means that this environment needs to, like, help produce the women that I'm desiring to be. 100%. So one way that I've done that is, on my mirror now, I've got, on my wardrobe, I've got, like, the, you know, the mirror wardrobe. Mm-hmm. So obviously one side is me to look in, like, you look good, yes, girl, do your thing. Yeah. Uh-huh, mm-hmm. And the other one, I'm f- I filled it with affirmations. Right. I Are you, fi- you drawing it? Um, yeah, right. So okay. You, it's so cool. I used to see um these American ladies doing yeah. their TikToks. And I said, hmm, a mirror is a mirror. So if she can do it in America, I can do it in England. 100%. So walked to Pran- no, not Pran- walked to Panland. Yeah. Got a pack of markers. Yeah. Went home. Started writing. Amazing. One of the first things is... About Jesus, obviously, because I have to make sure that that's the center of everything that I do. Mm-hmm. But one of the second thing is, um, I put I am changing women's lives all over the world, which, in actual fact, is actually true because I've got Americans and South Africans in my Telegram group chat, and um, obviously British people, people as well. So I actually am doing that, and mm-hmm. it's been amazing because like girls have actually been messaging me. Like I sent a message to the group a good two weeks ago. I said, "Be delusional with your goals," as in like think about how like far you can go with them. Mm-hmm. So right now it may look absolutely mad, mm-hmm. but just be delusional. Do you know what I mean? And a girl messaged me, she was like, I'm trying to go to um, do, um, make some delusional goals. And yeah. I actually did that. But, and another thing actually, which I'll say, is don't compare your delusion mm-hmm. because let me I'll obviously expand on that. To her, one of the delusional goals was posting on TikTok. Right. That's because she's obviously probably shy, introverted. That's not a big thing for me because I'm quite extroverted and I'm out there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I can look at it and be like, hmm, it's not really delusional. But for her, it's extremely delusional. So that's why you just shouldn't compare in general. Mm-hmm. I spoke about that on my page yesterday. I like to say comparison is a thief of joy, but also time. Mm-hmm. The time you're spending comparing is the time you just really should be using, building yourself up, learning this, learning that. And that's why I actually recently I had to shut off um, my social media a little bit, just calm down on it because I wanted to create more than I consumed. Yeah. And I wanted to build better you in the way that God wants to build it. Mm-hmm. And it's just coming from Nashada. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, yes, you take inspiration. Yes, there's a way of doing things. But this is my brand. Yeah. So it should reflect Nashada on nobody else. 100%. Um, I always detour like this. But I don't know, I don't know my That's actual right. point. Perfect. I'm sure the people will have in it. Of course. It, not I'm sure. It, it will be. Do you know there what I mean? And I want to say about something about comparison. Comparison, the way I see it, yeah. is like, let's say, for example, you're running a race, right? And everyone's in their different lanes, which is yeah. a metaphor for life. Yeah. Everyone is actually in their different lanes, but mm-hmm. people tend not to focus on their own lane. Yeah. So when you don't focus on your own lane and you're running, you're running like this, mm-hmm. and you're looking at the person next yeah. to you, how they're swinging their yeah. arms, how they're moving their feet, the shoes that they're wearing, yeah. the clothes that they're wearing, mm-hmm. what color the clothes are, mm-hmm. and why are they so aerodynamic? You don't see the little thing that's in front of you that's going to trip you up because mm-hmm. you're so busy comparing yourself to the next person which means that you have to start from like on the back foot. Yeah. And these people are already like 10 further steps ahead yeah, yeah, yeah. when you actually get going again. And that's what actually trips you up when you're literally trips, trips you up. up. Yeah. When you're comparing yourself to people, 
So I feel like people compare themselves so much and mm. it's because of what they see on a regular, regular yeah. basis. And people only see the highlights of what other people want to show them. <laughs> I rolled my eyes because, yeah, I hate that about social no, media. People only see, they only see the highlights. Yeah. And, I, I'm a, yeah. and I, I'm a very big believer of you turn into what you tune into. Because you will always, anything that you see, that is what you will become. As you said, garbage in, garbage out. Yeah, David yeah. Amanitia said the same thing. Yeah. If you're taking in this rubbish stuff, what <laughs> do you really think is going to come out your mouth? Rubbish. So, thank you. <laughs> Simple. <laughs> thank you. The only stuff that I really take in now is just like personal development yeah. and business stuff. Mm-hmm. And like, I want to listen to things that are going to build me up. And then the only stuff that comes out of my mouth is going to be that stuff. Because what else can come out of my mouth? Nothing else. Because that's what you're yourself with. You see what I'm saying? I don't fill my head with rubbish. So nothing that comes out of my mouth is rubbish. That's a lot about what life's about as well. It's serving and helping. I mean, did Jesus not do that when he came here? 100%. He didn't like... He had all all of these things inside of him. But he didn't come and just sit in a corner. He came, shared it. Shared words. Was doing healing. He shared. So we don't consume this just for ourselves, but Mm. for the sake of other people. Mm -hmm. It's actually selfish to keep it to yourself. 100%. Uh, that's actually selfish. So, if any of you have, you know, skills, gifts, stop keeping it to yourself. You know what I mean? Share it, love. Um, but I don't actually want to go too much down the purpose-led podcast lane because I want to do a episode with purpose-led. Oh, yeah, 100%. I want to go down, re-identify. Okay. <clears throat> which is Jonathan's business. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, how do we go from... We're going to start again. Again, you know I've already forgotten the name, so yeah. just remind me again. So, Chanaster. <laughs> Chanaster. Sainsby's. Yeah. After Sainsbury's, mm-hmm. we went to United mm-hmm. for digital marketing apprenticeship. Mm-hmm. And then, then mm-hmm. my contract ended with them. Right. So it could have been a thing where they kept me on mm-hmm. or I could have gone and looked for another job. Okay. So I had a feeling they were going to say, hey, listen, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Not the rubbing yeah, of the knees. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? I'm sorry, innit? But we don't need you anymore. Yeah. And that's essentially what happened. Mm. Like, yeah, I'm sorry, innit? But we don't need you anymore. Yeah. Didn't say that. My, my manager was actually pretty cool as well. That's nice. But, um, yeah, they were like, any help that you need to, you know, get another job, then oh, we'll help you, all that yeah, kind of yeah. stuff. And I was like, oh, it's cool. Um, actually, matter of fact, I actually took one of them up on it. Okay. Um, Did they follow through? Oh, no, the, the people that I was actually connected with, yeah. they were actually following through. And they were okay. like, I contacted them, and then they oh, contacted yeah, yeah, me yeah. back. Mm-hmm. And I was like, do I even want to do this? Because from Especially. when I was young, I've been wanting to work for myself. Yeah, and I think all the have that in there. Exactly. Yeah. Obviously, like sold sweets in school, all that kind of stuff. Did you do that? Yeah. I did. Is it? Secondary. What kind of sweet? Every type of sweet I sold. Say secondary. As if, what, were you people selling sweets in primary? You, you'd actually be surprised. I would. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> like, yeah, you, yeah don't, like, you can't put it past anything. Do you know what I mean? Fair enough. Yeah, secondary. I sold Twix. Just any type of sweets, really. Mm. Then in college, I sold food. Food packages. Kind of, okay, right. Just... Any like wherever I made at the time, wings, anything oh, really. Right. So you just been on the on the food thing. Been on it, and then I sold cupcakes. Okay. Then I started doing them. Um, oh, this is my most popular. I started doing rainbow cake. Okay. Which is vanilla cake, just every layer is a different color. Yeah. So obviously people want it because it just looks good, really. So yeah. I made a big cake. Obviously that doesn't cost cost much really to make the big cake, and I just cut in slices. So obviously I make more money that way. Um, and literally I had have people like outside my classroom door like, please take your cake. Oh what. You, <laughs> wow, <laughs> my cake was good. Like, yeah. um, even teachers, mm-hmm. um, actually, sold it to a teacher that later on actually um became a customer as well. Wow. So yeah, I've been on this man. Always, it's always actually irked me to work for people. Yeah. And you know, happened the other day. I was listening to a podcast. I think it was a social proof podcast. Big you up because you did put me on that. Um, and I think I think it was that. And he was like, yeah, like you know, David. your hard work, yeah. probably is paying for like your manager's child's um tuition fee or something like that. I just said, 
I don't like the sound of that. My hard work is paying for his kid's tuition fee, like at a private school, sorry. And from that moment, I said, yeah, nah, let's go in this time. Let's go into this thing full time, which I am now. But yeah. I feel like you need to understand how it is to work for people to understand how to actually run right. a business, innit? Right, and I do know now what not to do as an individual. Exactly, which I really and what to do. But where was I? Um, I am a good listener, so just give me two. Are you really? Give me two, give me two seconds. Yeah. You were talking about. Yes, you left. You left, and they said they don't need you anymore. Okay. Yeah, they so said you... that was a test. <laughs> they said oh, it was it a, test? a test. No, I okay. completely. Forgot. I passed there. You did pass. Thank you. I failed. Mm-hmm. So they said basically don't need you anymore. Yeah. So like you can kind of you know do what you need to do yeah. and then just yeah, yeah do what you need to do. Mm-hmm. I was like, alright, cool. Let me see what I can do. Mm-hmm. And I was like. At that period of time, actually, because I already sensed it that this was probably going to happen, mm. I was like, "All right, let me see what other options are yeah, out there." Yeah, yeah. And I was looking at other jobs, but I was okay. like, oh, "I don't want to be sorted what type again." Of, what type of job? Um, marketing job. Okay. So I was thinking, should I become a marketing executive, all that kind of stuff? And I was like, "Long, so I want to get my CV sorted." Hate, da, 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 da. LinkedIn, LinkedIn job alerts. LinkedIn job. <laughs> I <know> see, <laughs> hey. <laughs> LinkedIn job alerts. They were still contacting me an, uh, a year yeah, after that. <laughs> And I had to answer, of course. But um, yeah, I set all of that up. Mm. All the different job alerts as well, different places Mm. I wanted to work. And I realised, I was just like, do I really even want to do this? Mm. And I like cars, right? Yes, I do. I like cars. (laughs) And there must have been a video I was watching about this guy who was doing car reselling. I think he was doing car reselling. reselling. And that was something I was thinking, okay, should I get into this instead and then do that? So I was just thinking of all the different hustles that I could Mm. do, right, to turn into a business. And then... I must have seen this one video about this one young boy who had a, I think it was like a, a BMW 4 Series or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. But it was a decent car, right? It was like a newer kind of plate. I was like, yeah. okay, cool. He's got that. Yeah. And he's picking up a, like a CLA. Mercedes. Mercedes. Yes! What? <laughs> no, I want a high five. Don't, high five. Don't slap me. Do it properly. There we go. He was no, picking up a CLA. <laughs> and then he was keeping a BM yeah, as well, yeah, yeah. I think. I was okay. like... Okay, what's right, so got, you know what I'm saying? What, what's, <laughs> what he doing? Doing? what's he What's he doing? And then he said he must have been running an SMMA. And I was like, what's an SMMA? And then I was like, okay. And then he said a social media marketing agency. I was like, oh, okay, social media marketing agency. Paying him what good. Is. Huh? Paying him good, clearly. What? Oh, paid him good? Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, clearly. Clearly. I was like, okay, cool. SMMA, probably money involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't know. Right, mm-hmm. cool. Went on to another video, I think yeah. a couple of days later, yeah. or maybe even the next day, yeah. even the same day. Yeah. One of the days, you know what I mean? <laughs> I must have went on to another video now, yeah. and it was this other guy talking about his Jaguar I-Pace, which is like an electric 4x4 Jaguar, right? Okay. One of the new ones that come out. It was like a nice yeah. colorway and all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then he drove it to his yard, which had like a Porsche mm. 911, which is like the fast one. Okay. There you go. A Porsche 911 <laughs> in it, yeah. And it was like the same colorway, and mm. it was in a yard, which is the same colorway as everything. Mm, mm, mm. I'm like... Nah, now you're like, you're probably looking. Oh, yeah, like, where do you get this money from? And then he said at the end, the way I did this was SMMA. I was like, hmm. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, cool. Okay. Let me see. Yeah. So I started looking at his stuff because his other content was SMMA related. Okay. And then I ended up buying his course. Mm. And then this kind of like. When you pay, you what? When you pay, you pay attention. Mm. Because beforehand, did I even buy a course? No, I was just I was just taking in different 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 bits of information about okay. SMMA, and eventually yeah. I came back to the original guy that yeah, I saw, yeah. right, or the second guy that I saw uh, talking about SMMA. Mm. Um, so I went around all these different places, looked at these uh YouTube free courses and all that mm. kind of stuff, and I was like, you know what? Let me just buy a course which yeah, will take yeah, me yeah. from A to at least C. Yeah. 
Right. Don't you have That's to why the best form of investment is in who? In yourself. Right. The highest ROI investment will ever be. Which is? Yourself. No, no. What's ROI? ROI oh, sorry. Some people don't know. Return on investment. The right. highest return on investment decision you'll ever make is investing into yourself. Oh. I've invested into many... Big up yourself, William, for doing <laughs> that. Day. I've invested into many things. Mm. I've invested into stocks. I've invested into crypto trading. I've invested into other people. Yeah. But the best investment has been in myself. Full cool stop. There's nothing more to say after that. Nothing more. Har- highest ROI in this world, I'm telling you now. Because it's exponential. Mm. If you really think about it, it's actually exponential. You putting in, let's say, for example, it's 5000 for a coach. Yeah. For you to teach to teach you how to, I don't know, even speak better. Mm. And how to communicate better. I'm not saying you're not better. You're not good at communicating. <laughs> no, I need to, though. You know you're good at communicating, oh, okay, right? You. You're welcome. <laughs> so let's say, for example, you pay this five bags for the coach. Yeah. Pay five bags for this coach now. Let's say, for example, you start getting speaking engagements. Mm. And then speaking engagements go from 500 to 1,000, right. 2,500, right. 7,000, 14 mm. grand, 18 grand, 20 grand. Yep. And that 5,000 pound investment has turned into, turned into six what? figures, right. potentially seven figures if you're doing international right. speaking, all this yeah. kind of stuff. Because you're investing into yourself. Mm-hmm. A lot of people make the mistake of investing into these things that they can't control. Let me know if you say it's a mistake. Yeah. Because obviously there is a place for that. Yeah, there's a time. But that's your investment portfolio, what right. you're investing mm. into. Make sure that there's a percentage for yourself. Oh, I like that. You like that? Click me. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> That's how we show appreciation. That's solid. Yeah, like, say, say if you were to look back at, like, your life, right, mm. as your life, as your, like, your investment portfolio, mm. really down this column, it should be you, 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 more mm-hmm. so than anything else. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's solid. 100%. I mean, like that. Thank you. Well done. So I feel like this half, this first part was just getting, is your journey, more or less? Yeah, basically. It was journey, your journey. Journey up until the business. But then when business, what? Is that good? Journey of <laughs> you said up and it was journey up. Let me write that down. Write that down. Journey up into the business. Okay, where where did we land? We landed on the cars and then the course. So I got the course. The seven hundred was the most I spent on my yeah. own personal education at yeah. that time. So that's how much I paid for the course. Yeah. And then after I got the course, now I started going in, mm. started watching every single thing. I started mm. saying, okay, cool. So I need to start business by doing this. Mm. Okay, I do this, I do that, I do this, I do that. Mm. I was kind of following that course and what that course said SMMA was. Yeah. Which essentially it was basically yeah. social media marketing agency. So just helping people to market yeah. through social media. Yeah. That's it. Mm. And that's essentially what I was doing. Or that's mm. what I saw how to do. Mm. And then from there, it was telling me all these different ways of reaching out to these people, like um, cold calling and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, I'm not trying to go to these people. <laughs> I'm not trying to go there in person. Mm-mm-mm. This is all long. How is there, is there another way to do this? Yeah. And I started looking on YouTube. So it was mm-hmm. so that course. I thanked that course because it actually because I didn't even I don't even think I utilized like eighty percent of the information in there. Really? But then I got what I needed. I got that start. I had okay. skin in the game. Yeah, yeah. I invested money into it. So mm-hmm. when you pay, you pay, pay attention. attention. Exactly. Mm. So I invested money into it. So I was actually attentive towards this thing and I was giving my energy towards it. Yeah, I was yeah, giving my time yeah, yeah. and my money yeah, towards yeah. it. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be paying attention yeah. to it. Yeah. Mm. So I was taking this in, taking the course in and I started doing my, my extra research around it. Mm. Because when it comes to courses, you can take courses in, but you need to put your own spin. When it comes mm-hmm. to business, okay. you need to put your own spin on anything that you do. Okay, yeah. doesn't matter what it is. You have to put your yeah. own spin on it. Okay. Otherwise, it won't work. Or it, it might work, but it just might not be authentic. It probably mm. won't be authentic. Yeah, it have, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So I realized I had to put my own spin on it. Mm. And I had to see, okay, what's the way that I want to do this? Mm. And I found a different way to do it to actually yeah. reach warm clients instead of cold clients. Mm. What's the difference? So a cold, or a cold uh, let's say, for example, cold outreach, right? Or a cold mm. lead, mm. probably the best way of saying it, mm. is a person who doesn't know who you are or what you do. 
and you've never spoken to them in your life. Yeah. A warm lead is somebody who potentially either knows who you are yeah, or knows yeah. that they need a service and really needs the service, mm. maybe doesn't know who you are, but yeah. there's someone who's kind of primed for you to come into the picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a hot lead is someone who knows who you are and they're basically, they just need you to say a word in there across the line. Mm. So I wanted to go for the warm lead because there was no potential of there being a hot lead because yeah. no one knows who I am right yeah. now. <laughs> I don't even know who I am right now. I don't even know what I'm doing. You know what I'm yeah, so yeah, I was yeah. going for the warm leads. Yeah, yeah, I started yeah. doing that. I learned how to do that kind of outreach through um, YouTube. Mm-hmm. And then after YouTube, then I started doing this outreach, started building up the agency from there. And then here we are. In it. Well, it's not here, here we, are. we are. There's a lot more. That There's a lot more, which makes sense for us to continue next week, isn't it? So okay. if you guys want to hear yeah. how... Jonathan went from what's that place called? Chinaste. Chinaste. Big up Chinaste. To now running a what do you run now? Uh, personal branding and podcast agency. That's doing very well, may I add. He's got and a community and a community well. called cool. a round table. Mm-hmm. Should be in the description below. Okay, yeah, it will be in the description below. <laughs> yes, indeed. Tell us a little bit about that. Oh, the round table is basically a space. Yeah, I would just came as action just yeah. like that. <laughs> It's a space for entrepreneurs <laughs> and um, self-starters, go-getters. You're inside of it as well. I am. How have you found it? I've actually found it really good. Like, it makes mm. me think ahead in terms of, like, business-wise. It's, like, equipping me already for the business owner that I aspire to come. Amazing. I mean, that's become. that's why I, I do it, because I mm. want people who were in a position or are in a position that I was in or people yeah. who are at a similar position to me or people who are ahead of me. Yeah. I say like that because who's really ahead of you because everyone's journey is different. Mm. That's another conversation for another that's time. That's another gem. Thank you. Um, <laughs> anyone who's any stage in their journey can take value from what I'm saying. I've spoken to people who are seven-figure business owners. I've spoken to people who are zero-figure business owners. Yeah. And everybody, both of those, both sides of the spectrum, they can like they can receive value from what I'm saying, and I can receive value from them. Right. From the person who's at the seven-figure spot, he could tell me how to run a business. Mm. He can tell me how to do this, that, and the other, and how he scaled to this level. Yeah. And I can tell that guy, or I did actually tell that guy how I'd run my business how I actually introduce structures into my business Solid. and what I actually do for my business and the mm. actual product that I sell. He's like, well, we don't do that. Talk mm. to me. But then these are the kind of people that you need to speak to, innit? People, people that are actually are open to people. hearing this yeah, stuff, yeah, innit? Yeah, 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 because yeah. some people who could be there could say, oh, well, you're not doing as much as me, so why am I listening to you? Mm. That's a lot of people's mindset. But I will listen to someone who's not doing as much as me because they might have a perspective or they probably exactly. will have a perspective yeah. that I don't have exactly. because I'm not them. So, of course, they have a different perspective. But anyway, sorry, that's... That's that's for, that's literally for another day. But yeah, yeah thanks for tuning in, guys. Too. I'm going to put all Jonathan's details below. Honestly, Amazing. I say this. Let me, like, share my friends, but I have to. He's a person you want to connect with, do you know what I mean? And definitely join the roundtable. I am in there. And I actually tell you something I learned. Mm. I learned what a VSL was because you shared it. What's a VSL? It. It's a video sales letter. Oh, so man. back in the day, people would write letters and just be sending it out. Like, but yeah. technology, uh-huh. you get, you know, you get the camera. I'd be like, oh, hi, guys. Do you know what I mean? Obviously not that. Use words. Use yeah. English because otherwise people would be a bit like, what's wrong with that person? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I learned that. And that's pretty cool. Oh, and man. I learned what hex code is. That's not hex code from is. the roundtable. You know, I use, I use that today. I use it again. No, like, I used my knowledge of what a hex code is today. Amazing. So my graphic designer sent me my logo yeah. for the Generation podcast. Big her up, I'll put her details below. Um, and yeah, obviously, I was like, oh, can you send me the hex codes of all yeah. the colours you use? Because obviously, I'm creating, I'm going to create some graphics myself, so I need to know what colours we use. Yeah. And I felt so cool. I was like, yeah. Hey, babe, codes. can you send me the hex codes, oh, please? She's probably looking at you like, what do you know about hex codes? Yeah. I don't know about hex codes. But anyway, that's going to be in the title. Well, you know about hex codes. Well, you know about hex codes. Wham. But yeah, guys, thanks for tuning in. And we're going to see you next week. Brilliant. That was so good. Yeah, you liked it, yeah? Go you. I liked it. Loved it. Yeah.
Yes. Wow. That was so good. It's at, it's eight. It's eight seven. Almost two hours. Like <laughs> um, almost yeah. Cause we started almost two hours, isn't it? Oh, that was good, man.